Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. We're excited. We're going to have Byron Belka. I've actually known Byron for years. We used to go to lunch, to random places for lunch, and he'd pick my brain, I'd pick his brain, and we'd learn from each other. That's one of the great parts about living in Utah is there's all these other legends that you get to meet with. And that is one of the top tips for me is people are like, where did you learn all this stuff? Because I'm smart enough to know I'm not that smart. So I go learn from all these incredible people. So if you are just tuning in, what I'd love to do, remember, we keep this 100% generic and we're going to go over a lot of different things. Byron, I love Byron's background because he's been in the industry for over a decade. He started out as a distributor. He reached the highest levels as a distributor. He was so committed to the industry that he moved his entire family all the way to Europe for a couple years. So this guy knows how to build. He knows how to build and grind. He knows how to build internationally. And then he started having companies ask him to consult. And then he transitioned and now where he's the CEO of a company that did $62 million last year. So I love it because very rarely do you get somebody with the perspective like his where they can go from I built – I've built internationally, I've grinded, as well as he can say, you know what, I've seen it from a CEO level, I know what works, I know what doesn't work, and so we'll get into a lot of things. So Byron, first off, I'd love for you to start out by, they don't want to hear from me, they want to hear from you, sharing a little bit of your story, so give the quick two-minute version of your story, and then while you're doing that, maybe intertwine a learning lesson of what's your, what would be one of the the number one tips that you've learned about what it takes to be successful in network marketing. And while you're doing that, I know it's not appropriate usually, but this is, I'm finishing my lunch here. So if you guys see me like taking one chomp out of this apple, that's okay. We're going to keep it real here. So Byron, I'm in, I'm no. trying not to chew too loud, dude. Hey, no, no problem. Hey Rob, thanks for having me on, man. It's always good. Uh, communicating with you, talking with you. I know that uh, we've been in this industry and gone through some similar paths and a lot of different paths, and it's always great when our paths cross. But, you know, really, I don't think anybody knows the direction that they're going to end up being. If you would have told me years ago that I'd be sitting here on the corporate side of a network marketing company, uh, one of the owners and the CEO, I would have told you uh, you were crazy because I love being a distributor. I'm a distributor in my heart. And, uh, but, you know, life doesn't always happen the way you plan. And as you mentioned, you know, I'd seen success overseas. And so I was doing that for a particular company, uh, uh, really helping them get into Eastern Europe and stuff, saw the potential and what was going on there. And an opportunity presented itself. And I think all of us have been in that situation maybe where we've done what we were supposed to do. Uh, we went out there and did our part, but maybe the company didn't do what they were supposed to do. I think this industry, unfortunately, sometimes we get let down. And I, I was sitting there, and I remember where I was. I was, I was sitting at the Marriott, at the Budapest uh, Marriott, looking at the Danube River on the treadmill when I found out that the, the opportunity that I was trying to help promote might disappear. And I was going to go do a big meeting that night. And here I was thinking, okay, well, here I am in a foreign land. All these people, I looked in the eye. I told them this was the deal. I mean, and, and now because of somebody else's non-belief, you know, the opportunity could have disappeared. 
And that's when I went and talked to my leaders and we decided together that, um, you know, we didn't know how, but this was too good. We were excited about it and we were going to fix it. You know, and the best way to, to go out there and make sure you can kind of secure your future, I guess, sometimes is just take the, you know, by the, by the hand and go and do it. So we made a decision, opportunity presented itself, and we did an asset purchase and purchased the company. And that, that happened a couple of years ago. And I think that one of the things that, I, that I've learned is you said, what's a main tip of how we've got maybe from there to here, as we know, is just making a decision. When you make a true decision, Rob, uh, you don't have to make that every day. If you make a decision and you truly make a decision, you shouldn't have to decide. If, if you're definitely committed, then, then you just figure out the way. And I think that if we would have known, you know, the things that we were going to have to go through to get where we're at today, I don't know we if we would have done it. But I'm glad we didn't know because we made the decision and um, uh, it's been an awesome one. I love that. And one of the things I think about when you say that, uh, that I was taught years ago is the word decide. The second part of side is to kill. Suicide, pesticide, homicide, decide. And so it's like you've decided, you've killed that, that decision. You've made that decision. The level of your commitment in large part will determine your level of success. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people, it's like, how, how are you supposed to have success when every single day you're wondering if you're still going to be in the business a month from now? How are you supposed to recruit others when you yourself don't even know if you're truly like deep down, you don't even know if you're going to be in it three or four months from now. And so I think even though that sounds really simple, I think sometimes we forget the importance of decisions. So I recommend to people when they're making a decision, um, first off, decide you're going to be in the network marketing industry. Second off, decide you're going to be with, a company and almost always you know it depends on the situation right i know there's bad situations companies going out of business and stuff but i say hey you know stick where where you're at right water the grass where you're at i understand they're extenuating circumstances people don't freak out okay Uh, i left my first company which was a great company it happened so i'm not teaching anything you know that i haven't done but i think it's important for people to understand that Make a commitment, whether that's a year and then you're going to reassess your situation or two years or nine months or a year and a half because too many times we make decisions based on an irrational emotion when we get our butt kicked. And so I love that. So next question kind of with that is, you know, you, you answered it already partially. I was going to say because, you know, without making a drama, I mean – your very first go around in network marketing, you created a really big international business and to put it bluntly, you got messed over. Um, <laughs> and look, I get it. Whether somebody has a leader that leaves their team or whether a product's discontinued or a market's closed or something happens, right? Life happens. All of us are going to have trials in our business. So the first thing is decide, but what would you say? How do you, how do we get through these trials? Because I know for you, you're awesome. You don't talk about it. Um, you just choose to look at it as it was one of the greatest things that happened to you. But I mean, how did you, you moved your family to a different continent and pretty much lost everything. And what I'd like to learn rather than go over those details is, you know, how did you feel and how were you able to overcome that? What are what were the principles after the decision that maybe people can take as learning lessons? Because if you haven't got your butt kicked in network marketing, 
Yes. So that means you haven't done anything yet uh, or you haven't been in long enough because it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, Rob, well, I just think really, I mean, if you, as you look at it, I, you, people have to differentiate the difference between really what you believe, the passion of the industry, and then what happens to you. And, you know, it does hurt. And, and you do have to go through some some pain. But if I wouldn't have gone through everything that I went through, you know, I wouldn't have right now one of my biggest, like you, like you said, I, I moved to Eastern Europe. I moved to Europe, took my family over there, opened countries, and uh, that didn't go out as, as, as well planned as I wanted it to. But look what's going on right now. It's one of my biggest regions where I'm at right now. You know, all the experience, it, it makes us better. You know, the things that we go through, that we learn through, make us better. And, you know, what I've learned in life is we have to be up for, for those challenges because whether people like to know it or not, it usually goes, you know, issue, issue, crisis, major growth, issue, issue, crisis, growth. And as you go through those little things in your life that really define who you are, you don't really realize what you want and how, how bad you want it and what you're going to become until it gets challenged. You have to get challenged. And once that's challenged, your belief systems or what you think or what you want, when that's challenged and you decide and you rise above it, now I believe you're worthy for that reward because you need to obviously mold yourself into that leader, into that person that can, that can handle that. So, I mean, it was painful at the time. You know, you kind of get burnt out on the industry and blame it on the industry for a minute. But then you realize it has nothing to do with the industry. It has nothing to do with what I believe is going to be ultimately um, the saving grace for the globe. You know, as you know, as all this artificial intelligence comes, and as countries start to to have forty percent unemployment rate, entrepreneurism is entrepreneurship is the answer. And there's not a stronger place for us to be than cultivating ourselves in in, in opportunities like this. So here's my question then. So we decide: Can we really? be a hundred percent committed before we have a trial. I don't know if there's right or wrong answer to this, so you can go in any direction, but I mean, you can say, right, you're, you're committed. Mm -hmm. what, well, I what think, you know, I think what you got to do is you can say that, but what happens, it gets more internalized or just like anything else, like a muscle that we work out or as we go and exercise that becomes strength and our belief becomes strength and our conviction and our personal power and who, who we say we are comes through, it, it has to be earned. You know, I mean, you probably see that too in your organizations where or people come to you and consult and say, how do I get my team to, to just listen to me? How do I get my team to follow me? How do I demand respect? You know, you can't demand respect. You earn it. Okay? And you earn it by going out there through your actions. And people see that through personal power and actually going and... Um, and having your conviction strengthen just like a muscle as it's challenged. That's how we become stronger. I love that. You can't demand respect, you earn it. And I think that's one of the hardest parts because in a job and everything in life, it's like lead through title, tell people mm -hmm. what to do. I mean, I try to lead through influence and then I get tired with my kids. And I'm like, go do it. Why? Because I said so. That's yep. stupid. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but sometimes I'm just so <laughs> tired after I told my daughter to go to bed eight times last night. And it's 10 p.m. and it's summer and she's seven years old and she's not in bed, right? Absolutely. So sometimes we lead through influence or through title rather than influence. And we need to make sure that we lead through influence. And yeah, I mean, you don't you don't really know how committed you are until you're tested. Mm. And that's when you actually get a C 
And that's when you actually get to really dig in deep. And that's when you actually get to see what you're made of. And that's when you actually get to create your story. Your struggle can, can be, can be, can be the most powerful part of your story. If you don't overcome it, then of course it's not. But if you do overcome it, that's the most powerful part. My struggle is the most powerful part of my story. Byron, as we already talked about, most powerful part of his story. I mean, remember, you guys have heard me say it, many of you. I made less than $400 my fifth month in network marketing. And I was doing it full time. And I was supporting my wife and two kids. Try try doing that when it's Christmas time. It's not fun, but now I can resonate and relate. So you've built teams internationally, as we just talked about. Monster teams. I've seen you with five, 10,000 plus people, audiences, multiple countries. So it's not like you've just done it once. It's not like you've just done it in one market. You've done it multiple times over and over again. I always say true wealth is ability. It's not what you have in the bank. So maybe give us some tips on, I mean, what do you do? I mean, maybe you just know how to do it. Can you explain it? I mean, can you share with, with the world here? Like, what do you do to build such monster teams internationally? Of course, it starts with one person. But I mean, like, how do you do that? Some of these people are just like mind blown, right? Trying to figure it out. Well, one of the things that I, you got to understand, and I know cultures are different, but as you know, and I, I know you've been mentored by some some similar people that I've been mentored by on on some accounts, but it's always looking for that principle because the universal principles will work in every single culture. They'll work in every single market, and I know some markets, you know, have, have are poor, or some are, are more affluent, and different things like that. But universal principles are always universal, so that's what I always focus on when I'm going into a market is I go into a market almost the same way. And it's all about people. It's all about relationships. And that's why I think, you know, being on the corporate side right now, it, it the greatest asset a company's ever going to have are its people. The greatest asset a leader's ever going to have are its people. And so you just need to find the right people and believe in them. And then what you do, Rob, is, you know, you help them create their stories. It's not about you. We see people so many times and we have to teach them that, that as maybe some of their people in their team start to do better than them, that they try to push them down. Or when they start to excel or, or they don't let them fly. And, you know, I believe in shadow leadership. So we need to be in the shadows. We need to be off the stage, figuring out how we can get as many people in the limelight and teach them to do the same. So how can we go into these markets, create the real story with real people and, and build and build an opportunity around that because as we know it's the stories that are important the testimonials the experiences you know they don't care what maybe you or I did 15 years ago or 10 years ago what is relevant is that person standing in front of them that's been able to do something now with what we're talking about now that's what's relevant I love that relevant stories now because sometimes we're always telling the same old, same old story. And yeah, you can borrow some credibility. People want to know what's possible. But if there's no new stories, then it's not as relevant. And I love that because I think some of these timeless principles we get away with. And I actually did a Facebook Live on this um, yesterday of the right way to use opportunity videos. Because I think sometimes people are like, systems are duplicatable. People aren't. And now all of a sudden they become robots. And they're sending out like videos without without properly setting up the video. Um, and I actually think that teaching people to tell their stories is duplicatable. It's unique as well. And so you get the balance of both and you teach them a way to tell their stories in a simple way. But like you just said, I mean, it's, it's the simple principles of successful people just do the basics better. You want to go crush a new market. 
you got to create a story. Yeah, you got to find the right person to create that story. But it's all about stories because a story you can't dispute if it's true, right? You can't say to someone that says, hey, you know, before I was feeling pain in my back and now I'm not. I mean, how many people are going to say, yeah, right, I don't believe you. I mean, it just doesn't happen rarely, right? And as well as a story is just so much more real and authentic and it's so simple to tell. And so you've got to find a way to really master stories. And, and I look at it, if your system that you teach with your team, company, anyone, anyone who's watching this doesn't integrate the power of storytelling, then your system needs a lot of work. Because as Byron just laid it out, that's one of the most important things. Byron, what would you say? And this would be my last question. Then after that, you can just give any, any final tips that you want. What would you look at when you look at the – we went through the decision, and I think you can have everything go to that. But if you were to say the number one cause of failure, and you were to look at your times as a distributor, right, where it's like so frustrating because you want it more than they do. And then as your time as, as an owner and CEO and, and seeing, you know, always it's just the nature of the business. Great leaders come in and people you feel like that have talent, they just they give up on their dreams. And maybe sometimes they're just pursuing another dream. But let's just say that they're not quitting because they have something better. They're quitting because they're really quitting. What, what would you say that would be one of your top causes of failure? The biggest one that we see across the board is just the, the, the masses that don't get started. You know, the, the greatest, if people don't get started to begin with, you know, things in motion tend to stay in motion. But what people need to understand that, that the ones that really see success, it's, it's getting through that honeymoon phase. It's, not, it's even getting through that second. It's when they can get up and push that third and fourth time. Those are the people that I see that, that really go and are consistent. But it's consistency, as we know, that's the key. It's, it's getting back up two or three times or more. I mean, there was a, a, a mentor as, as, you know, one of the first companies I was at had a lot of millionaires in it. So I would take a lot of time to ask them, you know, what was their secret or what was their uh, tip that they could give me? And one of them that I remembered, it took him about 10 years till he finally broke through. And he said it in a sentence or two. And he said, Byron, I just stood up one time more than I got knocked down. And that doesn't happen if you're not consistent. And so what I tell people is I don't even care what it is hourly that you say that you're going to do um, a week or a month, but just be consistent with it. It's okay if you get a little off track, but it's not that first wave. Most people don't hit the top just coming out the gate swinging. They might have a, a honeymoon phase story type thing, but th there's always that backstory. What happens after that, after six months, what happens a year into it? And that's the question. Now, if you start looking for another opportunity, it's not the opportunity. It's you at that point. See, that's what people don't understand when you're, when you're getting knocked down that second time or that third time, don't look somewhere else because you're just going to have to go through that again. You need to overcome you. There's something that we need to worry about. Uh, that, that, so I tell people, if you have the people um, that can show you, so you have the purpose and you have the why, and if you have the path and you're still not doing it, then there is something internally that needs to get fixed. There is something within us that we have to, to be honest with ourselves and move forward. Uh, and, and by fixing that, there's a conflict of, of interest. Maybe, you know, I usually tell people, it's like when people say, you know, I love being single, but then I meet this girl 
and I might want to marry her, but this was my belief system. As long as you have these two conflicting beliefs, you, 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 you don't go anywhere. You have to decide, as we talked about at the very beginning, and even if that is changing your mindset, this is what I used to believe, but this is what I believe now. And once you leave that past behind, even though I wanted to be single before, now I want to be with this person, now you can move forward. So those people, they get stuck. You need to look internally. And that's what I love with, with what you're doing, Rob, is you're helping people look in, internally and say, what are these tips? What are these things that maybe I'm doing that I could do a little bit different or fix something inside of me so that if I do get past that one or two phases and, and, and hit the top like I know I can, what do I have to overcome for that to happen? And it's usually always internal. Quit look, looking around. Quit seeing, like you said, the grass. I heard a, a quote that I like, and that is, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Where's your focus? Is your focus right here? Are you watering right here? Are you watering over the fence? Because if it's over the fence where you're watering it, yeah, it's going to be greener. That's where your focus is. But focus on you, your, your opportunity, your growth, your, your dreams, and obviously your people and their dreams. And so I love that. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And I'll have you finish with your last tip in here in a second. But I love that because too many times deep down, and I always say this, we're always trying to find that person rather than become that person. And even if we don't admit it, even if it's, it's really deep down in our subconscious mind, I was trying to get as good as I could when I started network marketing. But deep down, let's be honest, I wanted to go find that animal. And I, I dreamed of that, of just being rich really quickly, and these people were going to go crush it, and right? And I was just going to be go living the dream and traveling to Bora Bora and traveling all over the world. And yeah, I was, I was doing both, focusing on me getting better, but deep down. But too many times people say they're focusing on getting better, but really their focus is on, let me go find someone that's incredible so I don't have to do the work. And there was an incredible study that was done on the Navy SEALs. And that's one of the hardest things to become as a Navy SEAL. And they said that the number one, number one most important thing for becoming a Navy SEAL was grit. And so going back to what Byron said is the cause of failure is, is, is people aren't consistent. They aren't tough. I'll take tough over good any day because tough can have a bad week, bad day, bad month, bad quarter, sometimes even a bad year. But they're resilient, as Byron said, and they're going to take enough action. They're going to figure it out. They're going to work their way through it. They're going to get better at the invite, better at the close, better at the follow-up, better at presenting, better at communicating. They're going to become a better person, a better leader. So they're going to attract better. They're going to become better. But good, they come in, they got the bad day, bad week, bad month, and their egos, ego stands for everyone's got one. Your ego ain't your amigo. You got to get rid of it. We all have got a little one at the very least, but you got to get rid of that ego. And that's hard to do sometimes. And I found that women typically are tougher than men. I found that, that typically men have a bad day, bad week, bad month, and they make all these excuses of why it won't work. Whereas women, they, they can go through it a lot more than us because just, we just have a lot more pride. Typically, not always, but typically. And so... I love that. Just That's just so powerful of having that grit and focus on becoming better. There's going to be issues in everything you do and everywhere. I mean, I, I help speak and get a consult and I've done it for years and it's fun and I, I see it. And you guys, you can do this. This industry is so rewarding. It's so empowering. So, Byron, what would be some parting tips, if, if anything, that you'd like to say to everybody? Well, just, you know, I just said, you know, I love this industry. It's, it's, it's changed my life. I know it's changed a lot of people's lives out there. 
because of what it can provide and what it can do. And, you know, I would just tell everybody, wh- wherever you're at, what you want to do is, is just make sure that when people leave talking with you, even if they don't like your opportunity, even if they don't necessarily agree with everything, the one, they know you know, two, they feel better about themselves and better about, you know, people want to be around people that, that are uplifting. You know, be a part of the solution. If there's a problem in your company, if there's a problem in your team, if there's a problem, you know, in your community, in your family, be the solution. That's what we can do. Be the solution. Go out there and try to, to, to not make a difference, but be the difference. And it's always the people that do that. So as you go out there and be the difference and make the difference and every experience that you have, I just want when people come in contact with me, like I said, they leave feeling better about themselves, better about, and hopefully they, they love what I'm doing. But even if they don't, they know that I know. They know that I believe and they know where I'm going. And if, if, that's, if that's what we can leave people with, um, they're going to remember that over, over other things. Maybe the timing was off. Maybe things were off, but they're going to believe more in the industry. They're going to believe more in you. And uh, once again, hopefully they feel better about themselves. So love the industry. Love what's going on here. I, I, th- I think it's an infant as an, of an industry that is about to explode in a major way over the next couple of decades because it's going to have to. It's a better way. Better ways win. And we have a better way. And we need leaders. We need leadership. We need people to develop, become better. And so, you know, anything I can do to be a part of that is what I love doing. I love watching people change their lives for the better. And um, so that's what I would just do is focus on, like I said, being a part of that solution, being a part of of the change. Well, I appreciate it. I know you're leaving out of the country tomorrow. So thank you for making time. And I hope you found that one thing, that one thing that stands out for you that can help give you a greater mindset or can help you in your business to have those breakthroughs. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.